The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Connor Templeton about her wedding aboard the Disney Fantasy cruise ship in 2019. I thought you'd be interested to hear about how she and her fiancé chose a Disney cruise for their wedding, and how they planned everything, and how it all turned out. So welcome, Connor. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the show. That's great. Thanks so much for being here. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiancé decided that you wanted to have your wedding on the Disney Cruise Line. So I always knew that I wanted a Disney Cruise wedding. Growing up, my family and I would go on Disney Cruises every year. And when I was a little girl, I remember seeing brides on the ship or on Castaway Key. And I remember telling my parents that they looked so beautiful and looked like princesses. And I knew from then on that when I grew up, I wanted to get married on a Disney Cruise as well. In high school, my husband and I were actually high school sweethearts, and I actually signed up online for like a, a Disney fairy tale weddings catalog to be sent to my parents' house so that I could look through it and plan my future dream wedding. <laughs> so I was very, very committed to this route. Aside from that, we did have a few specific reasons that really led us to locking this choice down. So we just felt like in most weddings, the bride and the groom have so much going on that they usually only have really minimal time to truly enjoy their family and friends, even, you know, family that have traveled very far or flown to be in attendance. So we felt like with a cruise wedding, we would be able to spend a full seven days with our family and friends before heading off to our honeymoon. And so that was really nice because we had many family members from out of town and it was just really fun to have everyone share a vacation together. And it was honestly kind of like having a seven day wedding. So we just thought it would just sound like a, a fun adventure for everyone and something that would be, you know, great to look back on. That's fantastic. So it sounds like your family was prepared. How did your friends and Michael's friends and family react when you told them the wedding was going to be on a cruise? So for the most part, everyone was super excited. My family is huge on cruising and all things Disney, of course. So this was something that we had really talked about my whole life. So it was really surreal to finally be planning it. Of course, with a destination wedding, we had some people who were sad that they couldn't attend, but we also had many friends and family who had never cruised before or even taken a Disney trip. So the idea of wrapping our wedding into a vacation kind of allowed a lot of our family and friends to try something that they ordinarily may not have. So it, it ended up working out very well. That's wonderful. 
How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? So for the cruise, we ended up inviting about 30 people and we ended up having 18 total in attendance. When we had originally discussed, you know, all of our options and we even looked at if we were to have a wedding, you know, at home in our state of Virginia, we were thinking the total would probably be 150 or so. But of course, you know, when you have a week long cruise, it's a bit of a more personal um, invitation and definitely a lot more to ask from someone especially because we chose a seven-day itinerary as opposed to something shorter. So we know that a lot of people would be limited by, you know, cost and taking off time from work and other commitments like that. So we knew it was going to be a, a very intimate group, but we felt like 18 was, was a perfect fit, especially because we all, we did a lot of things together on the ship in groups. So things like dinners and being at the pool together. So 18 probably really topped it out for some things. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you need a kind of a manageable group size to really get to spend all that time together. Sure. Now, which locations did you choose for your ceremony and your celebration on the fantasy? So we chose to have our ceremony in the atrium of the ship and our reception in the Outlook Lounge, both of those on the fantasy, which we looked up ahead of time. And that was actually the biggest cruise ship that we hadn't done yet for Disney. Um, we had not done the fantasy. So we thought that that would be really exciting the first time on the fantasy to have our wedding there as well and after comparing you know all the atriums on the ships we decided that you know the ones in the dream and the fantasy would work best for what we were looking for just because the atriums are much larger and more open than the ones on the magic and the wonder we did originally look at a few options on castaway key both the beach and the wedding point but a castaway ceremony seems a little bit more risky due to the chance of weather of course we had our wedding in september so in the Bahamas, of course, it could be blistering hot or humid or raining at any given moment. So thank goodness we actually opted for a ship ceremony because a storm hit right before our cruise and it actually left our ship to reroute. So we actually skipped Castaway Key. So we definitely dodged a bullet in a sense by not choosing that the first go around. And so we opted for the atrium and I'm so happy that we did. What really drew me to the atrium, just the beautiful details and the decor um, it's very ornate. There's lots of little details, beautiful, like gold art deco style. Um, I just feel like it's really a, a grand and like magical type of setting. And I also love this location because it gave us the option to have a live pianist um, play wedding music on the grand piano. And as far as the reception, there were quite a few options for spaces, but the outlook really had like a very classic kind of feel. And there's like a beautiful wall of windows to the outside of the ship. And one of my favorite parts specifically for the Outlook Lounge is there's a little alcove cut out from the wall where the bride and groom cut their cake and it's shaped like Cinderella's carriage and it's lined with like champagne colored velvet. And it's just so, it was so pretty. It was so cute. And it just felt like the perfect sized space for our party. I, I think that that specific room caps out at about 30 guests. So with 18, it was, it was just perfect. We wanted to make sure that we didn't have like a huge room that would you know, look way too large for a small group or a room that was too small for our group. So this one really seemed perfect. Um, our guests filled up the space well, and it wasn't too big or too small. Oh, that's great. Did you customize the standard cruise collection package elements like the bouquet or the cake? So we did not. We had a very specific theme that we had chose. Like we wanted very classic colors, kind of like a nautical theme, uh, of course, with the cruise ship. So we wanted, you know, navy blue and red and white. And luckily, everything that we were looking for as far as the cake and the flowers was included in our package. 
we chose the classic white rose wedding cake, vanilla um, cake, as well as vanilla buttercream. And we provided our own cake topper. So it was Disney Cruise themed and it said Mr. and Mrs. with like an anchor. And in the center, it had like a little hidden Mickey. It was super cute. And it just was a very simple cake. And it was it was exactly, you know, what we were going for with like the simple nautical theme. And then for the bouquet, I chose a solid French rose in red. The only extras that we really opted for were on photography as well as extra champagne for the guests. I see. Okay, great. Did you serve any kind of appetizers at the celebration? So we did not. Uh, we just chose the the cake and champagne option just because with a Disney cruise in general, it's all inclusive in nature, of course. So our party was able to have like a beautiful dinner together the night of our wedding. And of course, that was all included in the cost of our cruise fare. So because of that, it didn't really seem necessary for us to add on anything additional to the cake and champagne ceremony. So it was it was nice. We kind of had a break in between after the reception was over where everyone kind of got to do their own thing. And then at night we came back together to celebrate. That's a good point. Sounds like there's so much food available on the cruise that maybe you really <laughs> don't need it at your celebration. <laughs> now, what did you do about hair and makeup for your day? So I chose to do my own makeup, but I did opt to have my hair done the morning of at the Census Spa on the ship. And it was a really great experience. Me and my mom went together and it was a very relaxing environment. We were actually the only ones in the salon for most of the morning. And then eventually I think like one other person trickled in, but it was very relaxing, very serene vibe. And my stylist was amazing. I, I'm very apprehensive as far as hair goes. I'm not the best at doing my own hair. And I usually just have my hair down. I have, you know, straighten my hair. So I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. And my stylist was very flexible and made sure that I found a style that I was comfortable with and was able to create exactly what I was looking for. So I was very pleasantly surprised with that experience. That's wonderful. Now, I know so many couples decide to bring their own photographer on the cruise because they're not certain what it's going to be like to use shutters. You guys chose to use shutters, and I would love to know how you made that decision. Sure, absolutely. So I was definitely apprehensive uh, with choosing the shutters photography because pictures are very, very important to me. It was definitely on the top of my list of things that needed to go well on my wedding day. So with the the mixed reviews, I was unsure, but I did some research and I, I went through various sites and tried to look at different experiences that different brides had. And a lot of them were negative, a lot of them were positive, and we were scared, but it really came down to finding a photographer that would be able to come on the ship. It seemed to me like it would be a bit of a more complicated process. Most of them do request for you to pay for their cruise fare. And as far as our cruise, it was a seven day cruise. And it was about, I mean, even for an inside room, it would probably be about 3000 for us to just pay for that person to attend the cruise. And then the photography on top of that is usually somewhere between, you know, two and 5,000. So we felt like, you know, we would take that risk and we were definitely scared, but it ended up being very, very worth it. We saved thousands and thousands of dollars and we totally lucked out with our photographer. His name is Jeriel and he was super communicative with us and really allowed me to be explicit with what I wanted. I will say I came prepared with a packet of pictures that I liked from other Disney cruise weddings that I had found online. So I showed him the styles, the poses and different locations that we wanted. And he really delivered. I was kind of concerned that I was being a burden or too picky, you know, like a bridezilla, but 
he genuinely appreciated, you know, having the direction. And he said, you know, if you don't express what you want, your photographer can only guess. So I would definitely recommend um, to any brides in the future, if you do choose Disney wedding photography or any photography in general, I would just make sure that you're very um, explicit with what you want. And, you know, that's how you can really get the best results. And we were very happy. We chose the celebration package and that's like the, the baseline option. But we chose to add on the option for a flash drive with all of the pictures. And I believe that was about an extra 400. Would definitely recommend this, especially with, I mean, any destination wedding. I think with any package, a handful of prints are included. But especially when you're traveling and flying, you just can't guarantee the condition of those prints by the time that you're back home. So for me, the flash drive was a no-brainer um, just because you can have, you know, a million prints made later once you get home and have that digital access forever. I was just really concerned, you know, we... We went to Disney beforehand, we went on the Disney cruise, and then once we got off, we had a separate week for our honeymoon, and I just knew there's no way with us traveling to and from and flying, there was no way for all of those prints to survive, so I'm so happy we got the flash drive. (laughs) That's wonderful, and also then you don't have to worry about selecting which ones you want printed before the end of your cruise, right? Because like you say, you can print them yourself at any time. Yes, exactly. That, that's another great point. Um, they do ask you to select the ones that you do want printed. And we did have a few printed, but I just wanted to make sure that I had the option to choose later because after they're gone, you know, after you're off the ship, you can't access those anymore. So that's definitely a small cost that I think you will appreciate in the long run for any, any future Disney Cruise brides. That's great advice. Now, it sounds like you also got to spend some time at Walt Disney World. Did you tie in any land-based options like a dessert party or a bridal portrait session? So we did not. We did visit the week before, and I actually was able to, since we were staying on property, we did visit the um, wedding pavilion, and I did get some pictures done there, and um, also at the Grand Floridian as well. So that was kind of a last-minute thing where I have my dress and, you know, this is a once in a lifetime thing. So we did jump on that opportunity and take a few pictures there. But other than that, it was only really my family that was there ahead of time early. Everyone else really just met us at the port. So we didn't have any other extra event. Got it. But it sounds like you did add events during the cruise for people. Can you share what kinds of activities you guys did? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it was really fun. We did choose to have dinner together every night. So that was a really great experience. We made sure that we were all on the same dining rotation and we all had um, the main dining. So that was really great because, you know, during the day we all had different interests and things sometimes that we would want to do, whether that's, you know, watching a movie or going off to the island or swimming. And we had, you know, children as well. Um, My little sister was there and we're all just all over the place when you have that many people. So it was nice to be able to come together each night. And we would also go to, you know, some of the shows together. Disney Cruise has amazing, you know, Broadway caliber shows to offer um, live. So we did some of those things together as well as watching the new movies that they allow you to watch, like for the first time on the ship, um, the new releases, little things like that. But the main things that we did were the dinner together every night. That's something that we really looked forward to. That's wonderful. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day ran? Sure, absolutely. So our ceremony did not start until it was scheduled for 1230. So the night before the wedding, I stayed with my parents and my siblings in their room. Um, Just like, I don't know, a little traditional thing. My mom was like, oh my goodness, you have to stay with us the night before. You know, this is the last time that you're my little baby. So (laughs) I stayed with my parents. It was very crowded getting ready the next morning, but 
Um, that's how we did it. So I didn't see my husband at all that morning. Got all ready, did my makeup. Then we got, got my hair done at the census salon. And then we came back up to the room and I got dressed in my dress and my dad got all dressed in his suit and our wedding coordinator met us at the room to walk us down. And I just remember being so anxious and excited and everything all at once. And he took us to the top floor of the atrium. And I remember peeking and I could see all of my family and friends waiting at the bottom of the stairs. And I was just so excited and had all the butterflies. And so from there, my dad walked me down the aisle and we did choose to go down the staircase, um, like the three-story staircase, which was one of my favorite things. Uh, I love that that was one of the opportunities that I had when I chose the atrium. I'm um, just getting to walk down the staircase. It was so beautiful. And you really just see the atrium from a totally different perspective. And it's just amazing seeing, you know, your fiance at the bottom and all of your family. And it was just amazing. The pianist was playing When You Wish Upon a Star. That was my processional song. So it was just such a magical experience. I will always just have that, those moments ingrained in my mind. Um, and then just coming down to the bottom and seeing my Prince Charming. Um, and then of course, our the ceremony on the cruise, it's pretty short and sweet. We did choose to just have the classic vows. We didn't write any vows or anything like that. So we just had the classic ceremony. And the ship captain married us, which is something that's very unique to a Disney cruise wedding, being able to have the captain. Uh, but of course, you are able to bring your own officiant as well. But we thought that would um, that was a nice touch. So we had our little ceremony um, with all of our family and friends. And after our ceremony had finished, um, we took some additional pictures. So uh, we took a couple pictures as well as group photos together. And then um, the wedding coordinator led our party up to the Outlook Lounge while we took some additional photos of um, my husband and I. Uh, once we made it back up to the Outlook Lounge, we were announced for the first time as husband and wife and everyone was so excited. And it was, it was so, it was just beautiful. Oh my gosh. I wish you could relive these days. <laughs> um, and so we came in and we were announced and from there, everyone gave their toasts and um, different family and friends. And we all um, had our champagne and then um, my husband and I cut our cake together and we did some more, you know, photo opportunities. And then um, my husband and I had our first dance and then I danced with my father and my um, husband danced with his mother. And most of the songs that we chose were played on the piano by our pianist. Um, so the pianist option is also available in the Outlook Lounge. I know a lot of the different rooms have keyboards only, but um, this was one that did also have the grand piano option available. Um, and then we did also, we had some songs mixed in that we chose to have from a CD or like an MP3 player. Um, so like, for example, my dad and I have a very special song together. It's uh, Butterfly Kisses. It's like a song from uh, from the early to late 90s, somewhere in there when I was a baby. <laughs> and um, So we chose to have that song, uh, Butterfly Kisses. I think it's Bob Carlyle. Anyway, so we had that song, and my husband and I had I Am Perfect by Ed Sheeran, and that's what our first dance song was, too. And then from there, everyone just kind of, um, we all just hung out together, and we chatted, and just really enjoyed the time together, and had our cake and our champagne, and after everything was finished with our reception, it was probably about 2.30, and our photographer took us around the ship for some more photo opportunities. So he made sure to check off all of the boxes that I had previously given him for the different locations and the different poses. 
Um, a big one for me was wanting the smokestack of the crews in our photos. That's just one of the really iconic things that I feel like you see when you think of a Disney wedding. So we did all of those little picture opportunities and then it was it was all over. Our wedding day had you know it was finished and it was probably three o'clock by the time everything was over. And uh, my husband and I chose to go off onto the island. At the time we were docked in Cozumel, so we just walked around and it was so crazy because we were in our regular clothes now and no one knew we had just gotten married. <laughs> but it was it was such a cool experience. It really just seemed like everything just flew by. It felt like multiple days happened within this one day. But yeah, we we went through um, and explored some of Cozumel. And by the time we came back on the ship, it was about dinner time. So we had another celebration with our family all having dinner together. So it was a really nice and special way to end the night and something I will always remember. It was a beautiful day. That's fantastic. Now you mentioned the memories of coming down the grand staircase for your ceremony. Did you have any other favorite memories of your wedding day? Oh, definitely. So everything was was beautiful and amazing, but one of the things that really made it extra special was actually a special request that I made. So Disney Cruise Line has a pre-made list of Disney and classic wedding songs to choose from. Uh, most of them are like princess songs and love songs and things like that. But I personally am a huge Lilo and Stitch fan. So I was wondering if it would be possible to have our pianist play Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride <laughs> for our cake cutting ceremony. So our wedding coordinator said that we would need to provide the sheet music and the week or two before the wedding, she would confirm who the pianist would be and if they would be able to accommodate our request. So I did get the sheet music and everything and they did confirm that it was possible. And I remember just glowing when I heard it play because it was just so special to me. It really just made me smile. And it was just a special element that really made the reception just feel unique to us and just had like our own personal touch. That's wonderful. Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? So as far as the wedding day, no. But in the initial planning process, um, I know I mentioned at the beginning here that we had considered an island wedding, so on Castaway Key. And at the time, um, the new venue that was available was Wedding Point. Um, I'm pretty sure that when it's not used for weddings, it's called Pelican Point or something like that. Um, and I, I saw the, all the pictures that were being released of the beautiful floral arch, and I thought it was just the most beautiful setting. And I did a little research. I was wondering, why is it called Pelican Point? <laughs> and so I found some pictures and videos, and I realized that, you know, the camera when we're getting married would be facing us, you know, in the background's the ocean, and it's beautiful. But what I would be looking at the opposite way, there's actually, like, these huge pelicans, and there's this, like, bright red and blue bar that's usually open. And it was just a little bit different than what I had pictured from some of the advertisements of the wedding point. So I would definitely recommend doing your research on every venue, making sure that it's perfect at all angles, because we had initially booked that location or told our coordinator that's what we were going for until I did a little bit more research and saw, you know, the pelicans and the bar and realized it didn't look, you know, like the fairy tale wedding that I had envisioned. So, um, and like I had mentioned, we ended up not stopping at Castaway Key due to the hurricane. So it all worked out in the end, but that's really the only hiccup of something that didn't turn out like we had initially expected. That's so funny that you mentioned that because years ago they did offer that spot, but they called it, you know, the heads up patio or something because it's adjacent to oh, the heads okay. up bar. And it's so funny that when they brought it back, they rebranded it, but 
it's yeah. really kind of disguising the fact that it's really still just the patio of a bar. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was very surprised. And I think that it's important, you know, that they're totally transparent with that kind of thing, because I can imagine, you know, some people might not mind, but if I had gotten all the way there and then there's these giant pelicans, I mean, everywhere, I would not have been super pleased. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or it was stressing you out and then it turned out not to be a big deal? So the only thing really that I can think of is the planning process leading up to it as far as making sure that you have everything that you need. So this occurs for really any bride preparing for your wedding day or your wedding week, but especially when it's a destination wedding and especially when you're really, really far from home, like in the middle of the ocean. So just making sure that I had everything was definitely a big fear of mine, making sure, you know, the dress and the shoes and the makeup and anything, the jewelry, because, you know, if you forget something and you're on a Disney cruise in the middle of the water, it's a little too late and you have to do without it. So um, luckily I, re I remembered everything and it all turned out okay, but that was something I was a little worried about in the week leading up to it is just making sure that I had gotten everything on my list and everything was packed in the bag and would make it on the ship. That's great. Now, is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? So I really didn't realize how seamless the process would be. So everything is really taken care of. You have both an offshore and an onboard wedding coordinator, and they really take care of everything. They're very, very thorough. And I've always heard that wedding planning is so, so stressful, and there's so many choices, and it's overwhelming. But for a Disney cruise wedding, your wedding coordinator sends you a packet to your email when you first sign up for your wedding. And it's so, so simple. I mean, it's probably 10 pages or less and they make it very easy, very user-friendly and very clear options. So you really, you just circle what you want, you fill in the blanks and send it back. And it really felt like, wow, is it really this simple? You know, is there, is that really all I have to do? And then I just show up, but it really is that simple. Um, they take care of everything. They double check with you to make sure that everything is exactly like you want. You know, before the wedding, your offshore coordinator does send you a confirmation with all the details, making sure that you're aware of every choice and everything works well with your time schedule and they make all the appointments for you. So one of the things, like, for example, that you get with a Disney Cruise wedding is um, dinner at Palo, which you, of course, also get if you're a platinum um, Disney cruiser. But that's also a perk for someone who may not have cruised yet um, or experienced Palo. You get to have a special dinner with your spouse. And they plan that for you. They plan any appointments that you need for hair, makeup, nails. They handle really all of it. So I would just say that, you know, be aware that everything is taken care of. So it may seem like it's too good to be true, but it's not. It's very simple. That's great. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney cruise couples? So I would definitely say um, to show your photographer exactly what you want. And I guess that really goes for any vendor. Um, just be very clear and explicit with what you want because, you know, they, they'll do their best to meet whatever your needs are if they know what they are. I would also say that if you have an idea or like a special request, don't be afraid to ask because Disney really loves to go above and beyond. And the worst that they can say is no. But I really do think that they try their best to make everything magical. So they really do go above and beyond to stretch whatever is normal and just make things happen. Other than that, definitely add the flash drive if you choose Disney's photography. As we talked about earlier, I think that that's definitely a very, very good option to have. And I'm honestly surprised that it's not uh, more expensive than it is. Shh, Disney, don't listen if you're listening to this. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, I'm for $400, I think that 
it's it's a really great value to be able to have all of the access to those photos. Um, and they actually do edit them, which I wasn't aware of previously. Uh, but the photographer said that they do go through and touch up anything if there's anything needed like that or anything in the background. So um, that's good to know. And other than that, just relax and enjoy because Disney will take care of everything and you're going to be beautiful and it's going to go so smooth. So just relax and enjoy. Hey, that's great advice. Well, Connor, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in planning a wedding or a vow renewal on the Disney Cruise Line. And I appreciate your taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>